Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Bezaz Hashem, Shalom Bayer Shir, number 339. The Mesil Shisharim says that his Sefer, there's no real Chedushim in there, it's pretty much obvious, but because it's so obvious, we tend to lose sight of it. Ravik Miller said on this that, think about um, if you have a house that to get up the stairs, you know, if you have a second floor, even though if the steps to your house, very often, if you ask, you know, how many steps you have, how many steps do you go up, you won't even know. Even though you've been up and down those steps thousands upon thousands upon thousands of times, but it's something you don't put, pay attention to. This particular shear is something like that. It is an obvious thing that when you hear it, you say, I know this, but at the same time, I'm encouraging you to really put thought into this concept of what I'm saying here because it really is a life transforming concept even though it's very obvious and you all most likely know this already and that is that the person you're married to is a person in his or or, or her own right just as much as you are you have your own feelings and beliefs he or she your spouse has her own feelings and beliefs and different perspectives and different ideas, different dreams, and everything else that comes with being a person. This is such an obvious fact, but this reality of what I just said here is very often lost in marriage, and people forget this yesoid when being in a marriage And it creates a lot of problems when you forget this obvious concept. You as an individual, whether you're the husband listening, the wife listening, as an individual, you know where you stand. You know how the world looks to you. You know what makes sense from where you are, what you consider good, what you consider bad from where you are, what actions are acceptable, what actions are not how you think things should be handled from where you are, what's reasonable to expect from where you are, and so on and so forth. Now, when you get married, it's easy to expect that your husband or your wife that you're married should stand in the same place where you are to see exactly what you see and to act according to the way you act. But that does not happen, and it is not supposed to happen that way. Marriage is an opportunity to encounter the other, the other world, the other person who is an oilam b'fnei atzmai, a world unto themselves. Other meaning it's not you. It's your husband, it's your wife. And yes, you become one, like we're going to discuss later, we discussed before, but you're still a different world. And marriage intends you to grow that your world, that you expand your horizons as you come into contact daily with another Oilam Katan, with another small world, which is your own husband, which is your own wife. Not that you want to conquer it and become piece of your puzzle, because what very often what a husband and wife does when they first get married and even later is that I have my reality and I'm just going to throw in my husband or my wife into my puzzle of my own life. And I'll sort of click them into my world and see how it 
conveniently fits into my world of viewing things. And I will look at my wife or my husband as that piece of a puzzle that will fit my world reality the way I want it to fit. But that's not how it works. Your job is to know both worlds. Your own world, your wife has a totally unique, separate world, or your husband has that as well. And that challenges is to, to know it and to embrace it and to honor it, even though it's not inherently your world. And to accept it and to love it and to learn from it and to appreciate it and see how it enhances the world you are in. And what's fascinating about married couples, if you think deeply about it, when you, when you grow and you work together through problems, whether you agree or disagree, it's a beautiful, wonderful opportunity. And it's so important to understand what's driving your thoughts and your behaviors and you self-explore and understand where you, where, where you really are and how you feel based on the fact that your spouse is doing the same and you do it together and you invite each other to do this. This journey towards self-knowledge and this journey towards learning about each other. So as an example, sometimes you both make the same decision. You, come, you talk about something, about a decision, and you both agree we're going to do this. But very often you realize that it's for different reasons. You made the decision because of some reasons and your wife made the decision or your husband for other reasons, but the outcome was the same. This is the decision we're coming to. It's interesting. It's fascinating. It's something that you learn about each other. And sometimes you disagree on the outcome, meaning you want this and you want the other thing, but you're both motivated by the same underlying value. Meaning you're, you're on the same page about what's best for your son, let's say, or your daughter. So you both have the same hashkafa. I want, we both want this for our son and for our daughter, but how to go about it, you feel one way and your wife or husband feels another way. So here's a situation where you're both on the same page, but you disagree on the detail of the outcome of how you want to go about it. And then there'll be things that you indeed disagree completely, both on the outcome of it and both on the underlying issue. And you'll learn to navigate those challenges and figure out a healthy balance to mutually benefit each other in a way that will allow each other to grow. Some of it means conceding giving in to the other and but with it understanding how each other feels and understanding them fully and looking at your husband or wife this way as their own person in their own right generates respect generates actually deep friendship deep appreciation and love and paradoxically oneness it may seem like it's an opposite it may seem not to make sense how do you become one with your husband or wife when you're viewing them as a separate person in his or own right with their own feelings, with their own emotions, with their own ashkafas? And how does that difference create a unique oneness between the two of you? It is a paradox. It may not seem logical, but that's exactly what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants and that's his purpose. And to realize also that your husband or wife was not created to serve you. They're not your vending machine. 
They're not your project. They're not your car that drives you from here to there. They're not the object that fulfills your sexual needs. They're not the cash register that fulfills your financial needs. You're not going to say that you need to be a certain way so that I could be in peace at myself, with myself. And the only way I'm okay with myself is if you are this and this way. No, that's not how it works. You may make peace with the life Hashem has given you, and you make peace with the fact that you allow your husband or your wife to be whatever he or she is, and to help them be the best version of not what you perceive them to be, but the best version of what he or she actually is, accepting it, embracing it, and supporting them for it. It also allows you to experience the love between the two of you on a totally different level that you enjoy. In other words, you will have such a sipika nefesh and such a feeling of warmth and closeness from the very fact that you are enjoying the other, meaning your husband's otherness, your wife's otherness, and you treasure that like it's your own. You're embracing that world, not because it's your world, but because it's her world or his world, but you're embracing it as if it's your own. Now, of course, husbands and wives need to work with each other, fill each other's needs, be there for each other, be in each other's worlds, giving and receiving in a healthy way. But the bottom line is, is that true intimacy and relatingness that a marriage offers, a lot of it has to do with discovering your true, actualized selves. It is two halves of a whole, like Desire says. But nevertheless, there needs to be room for each of you to be yourself in that unit. It's not that two halves become a whole and now you don't recognize anything. That is not no me and no you. It is just, just the we. In the last year we talked about we in a healthy way, but it doesn't mean it's just the we. And, or you're just a half. So it's a, it is a paradox to appreciate the otherness of that other person who is your husband, who is your wife. But at the same time, by doing so, it helps you appreciate the amazingness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Bria, the variety of neshamas that he sent down here to accomplish Tikkun in this world, and the amazing differences of this person before you that Hashem placed in your life, your husband and your wife, that no other person could see. No person can do everything. Every person is important. Every person is unique. And this person that Hashem put in your life is unique for you and you for Him in a way to appreciate their differences and realize that we're wired differently and to work together with it. So it's counterproductive to expect anything else. Your spouse does need to be different than you. That's a healthy emotion. They cannot become who you are. You can't become who he is or she is. You are a different spark from Hashem. How the neshamas unite as one? It's a very interesting mystery. How all 600,000 of Klal Yisrael, all the 12 Shvatim of Klal Yisrael, how Beishamay and Beishilol, despite the being opposite ends of most halachic disputes, are nevertheless one even though they're separate. How all the neshamas are one even though each one has a different path in Avedis Hashem. 
And the same thing with a husband and a wife. They are indeed one. They are two halves as a, as a whole, like the Zoyer says. And yet somehow that can only be achieved when that otherness, that's, that unique color, flavor of that spark is enhanced, is appreciated, is loved, and is valued. So you don't look at your wife or your husband to fit your piece of puzzle in your world. You recognize the different world that they are in. And you learn about each other. And you grow. There's always a constant curiosity about one another. To allow you to grow. And to allow you to both thrive. Brach and